everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play the 13th Age. How y'all doing? Uh, yeah, okay. Pretty good. Nah, no complaints. I'm a little sick, if you couldn't tell, but I'm okay. Scarlet? How'd you get I'm sick? I'm miserable. Rip is a up. miserable, miserable creature. Tough guy, why are you <laughs> feeling so miserable? No, I'm just kidding. I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> don't yeah. mess with me like that, tough guy. Sometimes you know that we care about you. <laughs> Well, I'm a bit under the weather because I just spent uh, a whole evening uh, forging documents for yes. the whole party. As I was about to say, last time, that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> we found our party deep in the city of Concord, city of art and uh, uh, harmony between peoples. And uh, hover muffins or whatever that stuff was. Crumpets. crumpets. They're called crumpets. Crumpets. It's crumpets. It's a real easy name to remember. I don't know how you got it mixed up with muffins or whatever <laughs> else you're talking about. But anyhow, uh, after swindling a, a rather wet behind the ears uh, cream recruit out of his uh, orientation paperwork, the party no, we didn't really steal it. We just sort yeah. of borrowed it and then copied it and mass produced. Uh, side note: crumpets with swindled cream are super good. <laughs> it's it's really the only way to have them. Uh, but yeah, that happened, and now the party is uh, ready to head out and and board that ship and uh, get their way onto the hidden cream facility on the island of Omen, as. Uh, before dawn breaks, because the, that's when the ship is scheduled to leave, you head downstairs and you see all those interesting people from the uh, the uh, show and tell essentially contest the the night before, uh, waking up and, and taking their breakfast. And the kitchen is hard at work uh, on their world record uh, crumpet attempt. Uh, you you see pans the the likes of which you've never seen before. It's it's they they big, uh, <laughs> and it under... takes a, quite a bit of magic to make a crumpet that large too. And under uh, street lamp light, you make your way back down to the docks and find the Klamatsa, uh, the ship uh, mentioned in those documents, as being you know the one you want. Ah, the Klamatsa, fine vessel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Tough guy, what's a klamatsa? Uh, I think it's a kind of bread. No, no, it's a beverage. It's tomato-based mixed with clam. It's very delicious. <laughs> so, uh, if anybody wants to share how they're... What, what, if, if they, uh, what, what cover Scarlet made for them, I'm up for that. Otherwise, we can just cut to the chase. Let's cut uh, to the chase. Okay. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, no, uh, wait. Unless Mint had something awesome. Just well, I mean, I'm I'm here because, you know, I've, I'm working for a contractor and we've got a job because we have to fix some of the, uh, the heating and plumbing systems. Yep. Those have been, you know, acting up a little bit lately and they've been doing a little stopgap repairs, but really they need a professional to prevent any further problems so that's 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 what i'm doing here mm -hmm. anybody else i'm a professional <laughs> very professional uh mint is dressed in only the most professional of outfits i got i got my Trust overalls me. i got my um my my engineering headband yep this is yep, like the got most that clothes we've seen mint wearing <laughs> 
this whole adventure. Oh yeah, definitely. Compared By to like... the time he was in no clothes. That was most no, that, of the time. That was... that was actually for like a couple of months. I was I was actually pleasantly surprised at how open-minded you all were about that. Usually, that's that's you know more of a traditional, you know, elven cultural thing that you know some other cultures with their primitive notions of modesty might you know take. That's a... never affected this crew. Good modesty. Thing uh, okay. So for my cover, uh, I've come up with is. Uh, I have forged paperwork indicating that I am uh, a wizard. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? How <laughs> interesting, on, Scarlet. I, I meant to say scholar from a far-off uh, area outside the kingdom uh, who has been sent to study the living dungeons. Oh. Uh, and, of course, Omen is full of those dang gnoll mm-hmm. things. Yeah, so um, my so basically like the uh, a foreign agent from a similar organization, uh, and my disguise is uh, probably a lot uh, Eastern inspired, like a lot of like shawls, like covering you know all those features that make me look like not a human. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of shawls. Yeah, <laughs> just a pile of rags, pretty much. It takes a lot of shawls to hide the fact you have a tail. I think. Yeah, but I mean, let's be let's be honest. Um, there aren't a lot of uh, people like me employed by the wizards in this country. That's true. That is true. In fact, I'm probably the only one. So, kind of need a good cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the the poor dupe who uh, when you walk by. Uh, one of the three trunks he had starts vibrating. Uh, the the lid flips open and he sits up out of it, sort of... Like, if he weren't such a weirdo, you'd think he might be a vampire. But, <laughs> He's just a nerd. But apparently that's just how his alarm works. Uh, so he's climbing on some other people that uh, you saw in like the general store getting... Snacks and things. Oh, turns out those were travel snacks. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So you see some familiar uh, faces in passing. That one guy you talked to, but mostly <laughs> nobody here really knows you. That guy Margaret stalked for like an entire day, waiting to kill. Yeah, that that guy. Uh, <laughs> somebody's probably gonna ask, like, "Hey, what's with this gigantic knoll thing?" And I'm, and we're like, "Oh, uh, that's our that's our pack mule." As uh, just carrying our our one man band outfit, which is Rip, mm-hmm. hiding his face. Both of you don't move for like the whole trip. Uh, as dawn breaks, two things happen. First, uh, the lines cast off and the tide comes in as the boat goes out. And second, uh, Wimbledon flap uh, uh, wakes up from his slumber and uh, grabs Slots's trunk dormant form and just flies off to the north. It seems something is going on. Oh. Well, away they go. Away they go. Later. Uh, that seems... We should probably look into that at some point. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, those two had a had an understanding. Hmm. Hmm. It's 
probably for the best. Uh, the the captain of the Klamatsa, once you've uh, left view of the city, uh, gone around the point to the west, uh, he, he just starts giving you speeches about, you know, your safety procedures, there are lifeboats to the port and starboard side, that sort of thing. And uh, always do as the crew instructs you. There have been reports over the last week or two about uh, ships of the dead patrolling the seas. And uh, while he's not entirely sure that's on the level, you can never be too careful. Uh, if a ship of the dead comes around, that's obviously bad news. We don't want any of that. I mean, there is literally uh, an island full of dead people like over there, so there's precedent. Yeah, I mean, it's not known to cast off ships very often. That's why he, he doesn't put much faith in the rumors as being anything other than rumors, but you can never be too careful. Is, is the is, is the ship full of official fide type people whose whose job it is to potentially protect against something like that oh, i uh, as just a simple repair <laughs> repair out is in tv vcr repairman well uh there there are some burly types it seems that uh as you might have guessed wet wild cream is investigating uh, uh emergent magic they need people who are burly enough just to shrug off curses and such and there are some burly types on, on this here ship, yes. Good. Well, I, I'm glad that there's you know people here who can protect simple folk like myself. Of course. I, anyone in your line of work very rarely comes up against undead monsters. It's us. Uh... I don't know, there's some pretty serious plumbing issues <laughs> in the Empire. No, no, we, we met the, the Empire's Greatest Plumber last session. Oh, okay. Yeah. I missed it. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, in any case, as uh, people start breaking out their sack lunches, uh, the, the sailors start rotating downstairs for their, uh, uh, their, their allotment of hardtack and mead. More mead. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're literally waiting. I was waiting for it. Uh, uh, an alarm goes up. Uh, the captain b begins shouting, Abandon ship! Abandon ship! What? Already? Everyone for themselves! Ship of the dead like off the starboard bow! Abandon like ship! five feet away from shore. You're still like 50 miles out, actually. Um, <laughs> so, what do you do? Uh, everyone's... Scrambling to those lifeboats. How a simple pack animal deal with this situation? I mean, nay. Are you gonna, I don't know, look look at it? What, what are you gonna do? Yeah, let's I, look at it. Let's let's assess our situation. Let's look at it. Okay, uh, you see a ship larger than yours uh, with two decks of guns. Uh, however, well, I mean, it, it's got those swing-uppy doors that you imagine would have cannons in them. But instead, it's there. There are skeletons crawling out, uh, like uh, like termites coming out of a hole. Except they're skeletons. Uh, the the sails are shredded to ribbons, but still somehow catch air, or at least behave as if they do. And there is a purple flag and gold trim flying from the mast. Cast off me, Hardy. 
All right, wait, who's first into the man cannon? Oh wait, oh, no. <laughs> that's oh. right. Second. You know, I'm no. pretty sure this the ship does not have to take everything that's not nailed down. What kind of <laughs> ship doesn't come equipped with a man cannon? Okay. So yeah, I was actually gonna start looting a little bit. Can start, <laughs> that's me. Like, a is that just me? Sink the ship. Uh, about half the sailors and nearly all of the uh, the civilians, I guess you'd say, uh, uh, have already filled the lifeboats. There are a few remaining, and uh, not for long. Sweet, free ship. They all left. The only ones left. Uh, oh, uh, it, it seems the boat has gotten even closer, and you you've begun to be boarded. Ahoy! Cast off. Party bellows. I said, I said, Pole. That means they have to stop attacking us so we can talk it out. <laughs> we have to have a cutscene. You can't, you can't do this. It's against the rules. I tugged the eye patch off one of my three eyes and looked down at him. <gasps> I couldn't really see under it. Pole. Man, I called on. it. You heard me. I know you heard me. I heard you. That's fine. Let's talk. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna pull down my. Uh, Various like hoods and things. Mm -hmm. Nav, is that you? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's everyone's favorite. I don't know what you call it. Navarone. Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. There we go. Buddy. It's that g g guy. That Nav. Person. It's that Nav. Yeah. There we we'll go with that. Hey guys. What brings hey. you out here? Um, Nav's one of these things. While I'm saying this, hundreds of skeletons are rushing by me to pick things up. <laughs> like, they're not really going for what's valuable. It seems like they're mostly just going for what's most interesting looking to them. Mm, Almost yeah. as if they've been in... It's as if they've been in servitude for hundreds of years, and this is the first time they've been able to make a choice for themselves. So, like, there are a bunch just going down and coming back up with oars. It's like the first ten minutes of Wally when he's, like, building his collection. But it's yeah, a whole exactly. swarm of skeletons doing that. Oh, that's way cuter. Yeah. I want that movie. One of them, like, used to pick up Manuel to carry him back to the ship. It's like a dog and a person. <laughs> yeah, that's probably happening. Hang on, let me put out a whole bunch of skeleton pogs. That's, this is how this should be happening. Let's just, let's just take the next ten minutes to draw skeletons. I love skeleton break. Yay, skeleton. Ah. Skeletons are so cute. Skeletons and skeletons and skeletons and skeletons and skeletons. Okay, that'll do for now. That'll do to okay. represent the skeletons. So, how are you guys doing? Okay. Um, nice boat, by the way. Thank you. It's amazing what people just leave lying around in Necropolis, you know. Necropolis? Yeah, I'm gloating. <laughs> More than and, usual, somehow. Anyway... Yeah. Um, I guess we were just on our way to, uh, to Omen, basically to cause trouble there, um, by my understanding. Oh, great. Also to get the Pearl of the Ocean, just FYI. Yeah, also that. <laughs> Says the and, voice like, in the sky. <laughs> that, uh, that falls under causing trouble. That's petty I'm gonna fish. I'm gonna fish the cornerstone of Cathedral out of my robes and just kinda toss it to him, but it's like a brick. Yeah. So... Starlight oh. catches it, but this falls immediately. As it falls to the deck, there's a bit of a flash of light, and all the skeletons go, eh, and, and then get oh, back to right, their business. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so, so we're going there to basically to, to cause trouble and steal things. 
That that was pretty much plan A. Yeah. Hold on. That's what it looked actually like. Yeah, yeah. Was that right, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Cause trouble steal things. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, as long as yeah. What are you? Are you just like you know sailing around, having fun, good stuff? How'd you well, steal a ship from Necropolis? Um, I didn't really have to steal it. I guess I kind of inherited it. You know. What? What does that imply? Um, I take a step back into the dramatic light uh, to reveal Nav's new necromantic robes and staff with the sigil of the Lich King on the end of it. Oh, that's cool. What? (laughs) Don't worry about it, Rip. How's it going? Uh, you know, I'm doing alright. Well, good. Rip gets unlimited meat now. Yeah, wow. I, know, I, have a lo- I have a lot of meat. I don't, I don't think that's exactly what that literature was. It's not about. unlimited, but it's a whole lot of meat. It's close to unlimited. It's a whole lot of meat. Gold is just spilling out of his beard. I can see it from here, I mean. Yeah. So Margaret's just going to cut through uh, all the formalities here. <laughs> yeah. And ask, uh, so, Nav, explain yourself. What, what is all this? What happened? What have you been doing? Why did you Why steal chunks from our house? Also, how well, is your cat that I clearly saw die right here? Well, you'll also notice that uh, she's a skeleton and on fire. So, I mean, you can kind of assume there's some kind of something going on with that. I don't care about the skeleton and the fire. Just tell us everything right now. Or so help me, I will fill you with all of the arrows twice. Twice! Oh, good old Margaret. Here's how it happened. The most important thing you need to know is that the Lich King is... uh, He's really dumb. He likes everybody to think that he's been the most brilliant force of evil for the past 13 ages, but... Truth of the matter is, he has been completely unable to see for a long time, and, you know, that's not a mark against him. But... He thought it would be a good idea to... Curse himself, or bless himself, I suppose he thought of it, as only seeing the souls of people... Only seeing their intentions, only seeing their wishes. So, in the end, it's a pretty simple matter for someone like me to gather a whole lot of people who love or hate me. Travel to Necropolis with uh, their respective bands of uh, disposable soldiers. And mess them up. And, of course, the biggest mistake the Lich King ever made was when he put a small portion of his soul inside me. Meaning that, for all intents and purposes... He sees himself through my eyes, and he sees me through his eyes. And with any luck, that confusion is what will allow us to defeat him. Any questions? So he can see you through his eyes. That's right, Nicket Adler, creator of the Cornerstone of Cathedral. That's right. As Nav continues telling the story to his uh, companions that he's reunited with, uh, he uh, uh, we crossfade into a flashback to show just exactly in detail how that all went down. Uh, Nav, who are you with? Well, let's see. We got Nicket Adler who's here. Your who's your inner circle in the strike team? We got we have Nicket Adler here, who should be very interesting to confuse the Lich King with, seeing as Nicket probably hates me more than anyone else in the Empire. Uh, we have Priene, of course, um, who, by the way, is going to be played by Gnome. Hey. Nicket is going to be played by Garbad. I was going to introduce myself eventually. <laughs> we'll get there. 
On our way to Necropolis, we intercepted um, another group of plucky adventurers who were on their way to Omen, the next big island over. Um, we incorporated them into our plans, but maybe you've heard of Claude Luminor and his fan club. Uh, the majority of them have gone to meet up with uh, Stella Bardock, who you may remember from the Elf Court as being a paladin from Cathedral, who's leading a strike team of yet more paladins. Um, along with Mayor Katek from Misty Hills, who has brought a small regiment of his own palace or town guards. He doesn't have a palace, but he might soon. And one of uh, Claude's old friends. Oh, uh, yeah. One of Claude's old friends has decided to join up with the main strike team because she has, um, I would say, a wrath that cannot be tamed on mere foot soldiers of the Lich King. Even though she doesn't really have any claim in this fight, uh, I think she just really wants to beat someone up. Isn't that right, Mako? You think I have no stake in this fight when I'm the princess of the ocean that this island of zombie and death is sitting in the middle of? Tomato, tomato. Those armies of the undead have to get to your lands through somewhere. And that is my end. Yes, yes, and that's very rude of them. I understand your complaints. We'll take it up with the big man. We're on our way. So uh, as... Barges and ships and uh, rowboats and and just strong back swimming uh, has gathered <laughs> all these various people to the shores of Necropolis. I'd like to know who was swimming here. Probably you, fish woman. <laughs> For one, uh, maybe the tireless uh, Dibix of uh, Misty Hill. How about that? Yeah, how about it walks that? Walks along the bottom, Pirates of the Caribbean style. I assume yeah, but, that's what the zombie armies of the Lich King have been doing all this time. Yeah, exactly. they did that thing you hate, too. <laughs> How's your ire now? Let them kill each other at the bottom of the ocean. Anyway, as they uh, as they arrive, Nav handpicks those three to go along with him uh, for the decisive strike. Meanwhile, uh, Mayor Katek uh, and the others ask, uh, uh, so Nav, what a what about the rest of us? We can't exactly sneak. Mayor Ketek, I would like you to split up your undead troops um, and disperse them among Stella Bardock's paladins. Um, rather than have two split forces, we're going to further confuse the Lich King's eyes by having undead fighting undead all across the island. <sighs> With any luck, he's going to be so confused that he won't know where exactly to look and he will be reduced from an icon to merely an extremely powerful 13 ages old wizard of unimaginable power. Oh, merely, he says. Yeah. That's, hey, you know? All right, so uh, Stella with her, uh, I mean, she, she's a warrior. She's got some tactical uh, know-how as well as uh, Nickud Adler and others who specialize in, in more anti-undead activities have some knowledge of the layout of the island, and together they, they draw up a uh, uh, sort of a, a, a map. It, it looks kind of like a football play, except you know it's divisions of uh, your allies just looking to make a, a distraction all around the shores of the, the tiny island of Necropolis. Well, Naked is probably pretty good with this whole map thing, considering he's an architect. So yeah. what, is, what is the magical equivalent of AutoCAD? That is what Naked is using. 
little illusionary like hologram architecture blueprints or whatever. And he's getting really pissed off because some of the auto snaps aren't working properly. Do they ever? No, no, they don't. That that's why he likes to get hands on and make his uh Rube Goldberg machines. They they call him. They relax him. I'm also gonna go ahead and waggle my finger at all the assembled paladins and say no friendly fire. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is a job to do. Uh, As they train their weapons on Nav and all the other... We, we all know how uh, unique the living situation is in Misty Hill. I'm, I'm sure there's been a lot of eyes opened as to the possibility of life beyond death. On death? Yeah. Whatever. One of us should just have our mind blown by this. What? <laughs> <laughs> Undead exist? <laughs> Wait, I don't think anyone magic. hears remotely confused by this. There's probably one paladin way in the back who's like, uh, thought it was just a legend, you know? Like zombie makeup, Spookum's Night. His Nobody listened to that guy. His name is Chad. Fuck off, Chad. If you want to hear more about the unique situation of Misty Hill, just check out Session 37. It was great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> but anyhow, now we've got to get from the beach to the throne room. Uh, so... Let's see, Nav, what is the first uh, uh, obstacle that you had to find a way around uh, in order to infiltrate and and make the decisive strike? Well, the outer ring of Necropolis um, is home to some of the runoff of the living dungeons that crowd around Omen, uh, mainly the type that uh, just spread horrible traps everywhere. You know, Uh swinging swinging blades, spike traps... um, Flamethrowers that have a evil purple tint because they're necrotic, you know that kind of thing. All right, and uh, how was Nicked Adler uh, uh, Garbad? How was Nicked instrumental in getting your your small team past the the, the flotsam and jetsam of, of traps spilling upon the shore? Well, uh, the thing is, he had already planned for this. So he actually brought uh, with him uh, a bottle of shampoo, a crystal vial, 12 pounds of twine, and also uh, a tin can and three bits of rubber. And he managed to build a catapult to launch us over any obstacles. (laughs) Of course, out of the frying pan into the fire, uh, what did that... uh, uh hasty uh, maneuver land them into, Garbad. Unfortunately, uh, Nick had landed face first, just just flat on his face, and he didn't see what the problem was, but the first person <laughs> who did see it was Mako. Okay, that's a pass on the montage. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what did, uh, what was the next thing that happened, Drackle? What did Mako see? Mako. I'm not entirely clear. Which do you prefer? Mako. Mako? Okay. Long A. Probably the, uh, the the front guards, the guards that the, were in front of the gates. All right, and uh, how those uh, uh, shambling, obviously undead of some sort guards. Uh, how did you manage to uh, overcome them or get around them? Well, uh, we landed on them. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, Prien, you landed on them. Yes, we oh. all landed on them. We all, all horrific damage. We all chose one guard in midair and landed on them. <laughs> yes, we were communicating in midair using sign language. 
Well, see, it's okay, though. Because me and Nav are a little bit undead, so we seem like we kind of belong here. And Pran here has this uh, circlet of approachability that she picked up along her travels. Um, that makes it so that way whenever she's in a regular social situation, it seems like she belongs here. So I got all chummy with these guys, like, hey, hey, we're the reinforcements that showed up. Um, you guys can, you know, take a break. And, well, they're undead. Undead don't actually take breaks, so they didn't really understand the concept. Just smooshed right past them, yes. All right. Uh, I'll be said that Mako and her horse were just creatures from the living dungeons that they were bringing with them. Oh, we're all some sort of freaky, unnatural thing. I mean, look at Nicket over there. He's already basically a zombie. <laughs> grumble, grumble. Okay. After successfully schmoozing your way, I mean, these guards are probably really starved for uh, socialization. It's it's mostly skeletons and chunks of skeletons these days. What's the next obstacle that, that came up? Well, see, the thing is, right past the front guard gates, we're going to, of course, get like into the main halls of the castle. And we our next trouble was trying not to get lost on the way to find the Lich King and all these twisty, tiny tunnels that like in any given random turn will get us run his face first into like five mummies or some other minor encounter or whatever so we you know we want to get through that with as little hassle as possible it's a twisty maze in here Mm -hmm. okay who hasn't solved one yet since we had a pass i'm a little confused as to what happened to the order (laughs) Mako and Nav haven't solved one. Okay, Mako, how did you uh, get through that? It's too easy for uh, Nav to get out of that. He used to live here. Uh, (laughs) How was Mako (laughs) instrumental in in getting through the labyrinthine corridors of the Lich King's palace? Well, being a princess, I am uh, familiar with the layouts of many castles and fortresses. And so I uh, uh, use my intuition to guess which areas most likely would lead to the uh, heart of this fortress. Here's a hint, inward. Yeah. Go go in the direction of the glowing hellfire. As we all know, uh, as unique as they are, palaces are purpose-built structures, and since they generally share common purposes, they share common structures. So, uh... (laughs) Her, the royal blood of Mako, queen of the fish folk, uh, leads you ahead. Uh, however, there's one more obstacle that, that lay between you and uh, your, your chance at uh, uh, doing perhaps the greatest bit of good uh, the Empire ha- has seen in, in centuries, perhaps ages. And uh, Garbad, what is that? What's the last thing between you guys and the throne room of the Lich King? Well, that's the thing. Obviously, whoever did all of this wasn't as... They didn't hire the best architects. This is all done by magecraft and all that jazz. So there's, like, guard posts, there's towers, and there's all that jazz. That just has hordes of undead, all just ready, willing, and able to rain down death on anybody who who comes by. The problem is, uh, well, architecturally, it's not the most sound. And Nikid is actually able to find the precise spot to cause a domino reaction and knock down about 30 towers with just a quick hit of his hammer. Uh, 
the the death the undeath toll is tremendous. All right, as the uh, towers crumble, it reveals uh, something that uh, uh, the, the final challenge uh, is that, uh, of course, there is nothing so uh, uh, mundane as simple as just uh, twisting hallways and guards at the gate. No, there is a blood pact sealing uh, the uh, uh, final chamber. And uh, so black uh, uh, rivulets of uh, uh, clotted and, and just fetid blood run up the side of the walls and spell out in uh, an ancient language that here... Uh, Nav and Prien could definitely read. They're probably the only two of the four of you. Uh, it simply says, do you have an appointment? You get the sense you may be being mocked right now. <laughs> how, how does Nav get through this? Well, pretty soon I'm going to be making the appointments around here. So, Nav reaches up onto his back and starts wielding a staff of his own creation, which is mostly uh, pretty poorly carpented lumber, a few nails sticking out, but you know, it's his first effort. He starts weaving together some necromantic sigils in just the right order to reverse the meaning of the message and equally mocking, everyone has an appointment with death. You have solved the riddle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So you come in through a uh, side entrance right around bloop, there. Uh, and within you find the throne room. I imagine Nav was probably summoned here uh, at least a few times before his uh, liberation, independence, whatever you want to call it. It's even more crumbly than it used to be. Absolutely. I feel like the Lich King is starting to lose it more and more, even just the past few months. What a poor old geezer. Now, this is obviously in a precursor to Imperial style. You, uh, Someone might call it a mockery of the Emperor's Palace, except that this one came first. Uh, of course, the roof has fallen in and everything has collapsed, yet somehow remaining uh, uh, in the face, in, in defiance of... Uh, really natural laws like gravity and erosion. The little lava pool still flowing? Oh, that's just a cool picture I found. Uh, the, consider the lava to be negative energy. Hmm. I, imagine it purple in your mind. Uh, <laughs> rubble of ages passes everywhere with uh, paths worn into it where shambling servants have taken the path of least resistance for ages on end. Uh, you have a darkly humorous thought that uh, these may be the oldest roads in the Empire. Uh, you see upon the throne the Lich King, who is facing due west, where his eyeless gaze is constantly fixed on uh, Axis and never leaves. This is like the, the Empire equivalent of a hoarder situation. They just have paths through the junk that has been collecting Basically. Basically, basically. Crean knocks on the door. We are through you're, the door. You're through the door. Crean oh, walks backwards and, and knocks. Picks up a door off the ground. I'm knocking so. on the door as I walk through it. Alright, fair enough. Now, Nav knows, uh, of course, that this palace holds great treasure, but they're not on display here. There's hardly any walls to hang them on. 
uh, other than the... Uh, Mostly in piles a little further in. In, in the underground uh, twisty ways that, that you uh, passed by to get here. Because you've got business. This isn't a raid. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, aside from where you came in and the walls you see, about three quarters of the area is, is just exposed and with near uh, cliff faces on the edge uh, and just sharp jutting rubble to break your fall in a rather unpleasant way were one to slip off the edge. I would say that right about now, the sounds of battle are starting to arrive out, drift in on the winds from outside, paladins, dibooks fighting the undead guards around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be nice if it was also raining. That seems appropriate for this final showdown. Of course, thunder uh, cracks and uh, everyone begins getting rather damp. Nav is just going to step forward, uh, draw a short sword, draw a stave, um, and just politely wait and stare at the Lich King. He will at least give him the respect of giving his last one-liner that I'm sure he is trying to pull together as we speak. Uh, the Lich King speaks. Uh, it is audible. It is actual sound, though his mouth does not move and he has no lungs for breath. It is unnerving. I know why you're here, and I've seen it a thousand times. Every time ends with me on this throne. Yeah? So you're saying that by the end of this, the Lich King will sit on the throne once again? Sounds good to me. He would smile if he had lips, or wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna roll initiative. All right, so that brings us to the top of the order. Uh, the Lich King is going to go first, and for the, the first thing he's going to do is the head that is slightly uh, bent to one side uh, uh, away from you, so to your left, is now going to incline slightly toward his left, toward you. And with that, you hear a great noise as the four uh, uh, braziers of, of dark flame around you uh, burst into... Dudes. Dudes, yeah, basically. You could not have expected him to just be sitting here undefended. I was hoping for that. <laughs> well, the art plan kind yeah, of... It would have been nice. We didn't think he'd have. We didn't think he'd have friends. You two, you two are pretty fucking foolish, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Nobody said there'd be more than one guy. Nikud immediately goes. Wait, I would, there's more I than would, one person. Retreat. <laughs> I would. I would say that I very clearly said there was more than one guy when I mentioned <laughs> that we needed two different invading forces. Uh, you only <laughs> said there was a lich king. For a reason. We've already gotten past like thirty undead minimum on the way here. Well, you know, Nickit's memory isn't what it used to be. <laughs> That's true. You're saying if I kill Nav, that will destroy the timeline, right? Yes. Oh, he rolled a three on uh, targeting 1d3 of you. So this is going to be against uh, Nav, uh, Nickud, and uh, Mako's MD. In that order. Hooray, I'm safe. To heal you all in a minute. Yeah, yep. I it's didn't get hit. Obliterates my MD. Okay, uh, those of you, the two of you who were hit, uh, must immediately make a basic melee attack against a nearby ally or take 80 damage. Your choice. I'm not safe. Oh, this well, is going to be a really hard choice to make. I'm going to hit naked. Oh, that's who I was going to hit. 
<laughs> Alright, well you missed. Do I I rolled the twenty. I got a thirty-two. I think I think you got almost right. I got one away from a crit. <laughs> oh wow. <if> only. <sighs> what if we got all the way here and you just cut his head off immediately? There we go, thirty-eight. Oh he's fine. He's fine. Uh, he's only a little uh, stabbed. There's a monster inside you, Zitch Zitch, and I put it there. What? Says the Lich King. Uh, it's his, just, you know, one of those silly little pet names families have for each as, other. As his eyes glow... Uh, Junior. As his eyes go black as death, uh, you see uh, Nav's arms move uh, as... Uh, I guess none of you know him that personally, but uh, people from yeah. the other party would know that that's not quite the dramatic flair Nav has. It's purposeful, direct, and, and unadorned, and he uh, just shanks uh, Nikud for 38. Now, you're lucky that Nikud respects you so little that he assumed you wouldn't be able to hit him normally. <laughs> or he expected being stabbed at some point by you anyway. You're a dick. He uh, continues on, but then I'm responsible for everything inside you. Did you think I can't appreciate elven poetry? It was originally pronounced Nyeferionia. Not everything. And then I just pat the chest where the shadow cube is. That very definitely came from Priene. <laughs> hey, sup? Hey, you, you had a 50-50 shot there, actually. I can think of two things. That other thing you're thinking of might not still be there. Okay. This is sounding gross. Nav's You're pretty gross. gross. I don't know how much you listen to the show. I don't know. I don't know if you missed the part where he's a biological weapon created by you the may most have, evil person. You may have missed the episode where he ate a man's foot slowly and painfully on your yeah. orders. Well, sort of. I did as not a result of your anything. orders, Nicked. Uh, at this point, even more reinforcements come <gasps> for uh, Necromaguses. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, you think it was just going to be a big guy and some mooks? Uh, the laboratory assistants of the damned. Uh, these are <laughs> interns from the deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're going to shoot Mako. Uh, <laughs> well deserved. You're the one who said my assistant. I'm reading this from the book. <laughs> Let's see, that bonus doesn't apply yet to Mako, so they're just going to combine to uh, do a Weaving Shades attack. Uh, they're all going to begin chanting together, uh, just forming a circle around one another. How do and you do that? They, they just stand in a circle. Did you skip? Well, they all going to fire one? No, you said they were standing in a circle around one another, so they're all in circles around each other. It's crazy. Case is, uh, well, imagine four zombies in the edge of a cliff. Is Mako's MD greater than or less than 25? It's 19. Okay, so that's a hit. Yeah. Uh, since there were four Necromaguses involved, uh, that's going to be 25 damage now. And uh, four damage at the start of each uh, round. The ongoing damage ceases only when all the Necromagi in the fight are slain. Not okay. even save ends. Not even save ends. Uh, and they're fine just staying uh, back in the wings, so they're going to forego their move action. The Lich King is just sitting on his throne making you stab each other. That brings us to Nikid. Okay, uh, who's going to be doing damage other than me? Me. Well, I guess Mako and then was... uh, Nav and myself. 
Okay, the first thing I do, uh, Strength of the Gods. Nav, Mako, and myself all do plus 2d10 damage with melee attacks this battle. For the whole fight? For the fight. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to make uh, it even better, too, just you wait. Uh, next, I'm doing a quick action. Uh, my attacks, I now roll uh, d12s for my damage dice. And then I'm going to take a third quick action and increase the escalation die by one. And that's my turn. It's a good turn. So I just, I, I'm basically going Super Saiyan here. Okay. Uh, the grumbles, the grumbles start grumbling and the entire, the entire area starts shaking. And He does that <laughs> Master Roshi thing where he looks all frail, but then suddenly he's super buff. Perfect, perfect. Uh, that brings us to yet another hidden thing. Uh, you, you hear more stomping and running uh, through the hallways. More assholes. More, more assholes, yes. Uh, being on the far end of the, the Grand Throne Room, they're actually technically far away, so they're just going to double move to engage who's in front, Nav's in front. And unfortunately, that's their turn. Oh, oh well. That's gonna really These things move, happen. Though. These things happen. This uh, is fine. Mako, uh, take your forearm going now, and then take your turn. Okay. Hmm. What are these guys in front? These other guys? Uh, those are mooxes. They are skeletal shamblers. They emerged from those uh, uh, dark flame braziers. I said it right. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like I should just uh, charge these necromongers. Mancers. No, I like necromongers. That's a good movie. Well, run up the stairs, then. Off you go. See you later, Mako. Okay, I'm going to charge past this guy. And uh, does he try to intercept me at all? Oh yeah, he totally intercepts you. All right, then uh, I uh, wait. I thought they both engaged me. Oh, that's true. Oh, so they can't do that. They can't. But hey, this moot can. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that's that true. case, ones uh, here. I am invoking my break the moot. Yep, I am making my uh, break the line uh, power, which means I will make a save. That's uh, to that is a success. ignore. To ignore his interception, and I make a basic melee attack against him for his effort. <laughs> All right. For freebies. That's a 15. Uh, that's a miss. I'm gonna say that's a miss. Okay, I so anyway, I am charging this guy, the first one. Uh, I get a plus one to this because I'm on a horse. Good reason. Okay. And that's a 32. That one's going to hit. I don't even need to check, but I'm going to check anyway. Yep, still hits. So that's 55 plus 9. 64. 64 Sixty points of damage. 4 is a good number. Bam. Uh, you've, you've staggered the first one in one yeah. hit. Yeah. All right. Um, that brings us to Nav. You got some skin in this fight, boy. What you going to do? I don't know what that phrase means. I'm just going to go ahead and take my turn, all right? Okay. Okay, first off, I'm just going to wave my staff around in a broad circle. And, you know, just bring Agatha back. Everybody remembers Agatha, right? <gasps> what a surprise! Uh, wow, it's Agatha. She's uh, in a much more ghostly form. Uh, there's a few skeletal remains in there. Uh, there's her prized cloak, which is now wrapped back around her where it belongs instead of around Nav, who never really wore it well in the first place. Um, 
As a skeletal minion from the Necromancer class, uh, Agatha gets to act on my turn instead of after or before, which is pretty cool. And she's just going to go ahead and engage with these buddies with me and attack this one on top. Because, you know, left to right, top to bottom, that's pretty orderly. So this will be an attack against its armor class, 20. It does not. You're, you're oh, shooting whatever. for 25. Well, whatever. This is a killer fight. I'd hope so. Yeah. It's kind of important. Kind of important. So, deal your miss... Does Agatha have miss damage? Unfortunately, Agatha does not have miss damage. Okay. So now we're going to go ahead and take Nav's turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, A time-tested technique. I'm going to use Gatini Ciechi. Uh... So I, I haven't be... heard these attack names in so long. <laughs> Isn't it nice? Yeah. So this is going to be an attack against the same dude on top there. This is going uh-huh. to be 24, but with the escalation die, 25, which is All hits. right. Right on the button. Yeehaw. Right. All right. So Gatini CHE, Gatini CHE will allow me to deal my sneak attack damage even on a miss, which I didn't miss, but I'll deal it anyway since Agatha is also engaged. For a total of 40. Nice, nice. And now I'm going to roll to disengage because that's just the type of nasty scallywag I am. I don't, though, so just shh. Pretend you didn't see that. Let's see. I don't... As far as I know, there aren't any cool things that I can do with a quick action unless there happens to be any out or any enemies nearby me who have less than... Oh, man. What, There's one at 44. My numbers. Well, my numbers have disappeared. This is terrible. Well, whatever. <gasps> the Witch King. Don't worry about it. He stole my numbers. Uh, let's just go on to Prayin. All right, let's go on to Prayin. Prayin. <laughs> I have many things to do. First, I'm going to roll my Oracle dice, which is a four, and that kind of sucks. So I can't. I can do a special thing once the Escalation dice reaches four. That'll be a while. All right. Um, now for actual actions that do things. First, I'm going to cast Bless for broad effect, which means I can target up to three allies, so everyone but me, Nika, Nav, and Mako. Um, for the in- rest of the battle, you get plus one to all attacks. And oh. all of you heal 10 HP. You all gain 10 temporary hit points as well. Sowie. And if any of you were suffering things, one of you can make a save, but you're all fine. I will be casting Shield of Faith. For broad effect, all of my allies get plus one to all defenses this battle, and plus one more while staggered, and they all heal ten hit points. You, you could at least wait until more than one person has been hit. <laughs> nah. Oh shit! I want to get the buffs up right all away, buffs. so that way we all have higher defenses and higher attack rolls and higher damage rolls, because those are nice. So to, so to clarify, that's plus one defenses now, and another plus one to defenses if we get staggered. Yes, while you are below half hit points, because I am certain that you will be going up and down below that a lot. What? That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and that's all the things I get to do. That's, that's Prien's three uh, quick actions for this turn? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> uh, now it is time for those those mooks to uh, arrive and you know do something other than just stand there and be like, Ooh, we're skeletons. I'm like a zombie or something. <laughs> yeah, same. 
the one that uh, tried to intercept Mako failed. Mako tried to hit, failed. That, that weird uh, comedy of errors is, is going to go for round two. Uh, speaking of two, uh, the two nearest Nikod are going to engage Nikod. I'm making rude gestures to the screen right now. And uh, the other three that are nearby enough are going to engage uh, Prayin. Oh no, I'm in trouble. Hello. Meanwhile, the ones on the far side of the room are going to head toward the near side of the room because they don't have ranged attacks. Uh, they just don't. Uh, <laughs> a lot of these other ones do, so... So all they can do is use their bony claws and teeth against you at plus 11 versus AC, and they do 12 damage per hit. So uh, it looks like I'm rolling six attacks. We're going to go top down. Uh, So that's 12 against Mako for being successfully hit. Some of these are going to double move just so you get properly swarmed. That's their turn. And that brings the Escalation die to two, so congratulations. Great. However, it also brings us back to uh, Big Papa Lich King's turn. If I called him that, would it aggravate him? Uh, can he feel aggravation? That's one good way to find out. Oh, I do it then. <laughs> <laughs> he stands up. <laughs> I'm going to call him Gampy, too. How's that? Uh, he begins walking toward the nearest of you. Oh, man, Mako, I'm sorry. <laughs> Careful, Gampy, you need your walker. Uh, as as he stands, he, he begins speaking uh, to the room. I've put down revolts and holy men and fish folk of numbers untold. All at once makes no difference. I'm no fish folk, you son of a bitch. Well, you he, know, you never put probably included you in the holy men category. <laughs> so this is two attacks against Mako. One, two. Uh, 22 and 31 versus AC. Okay, so one of them missed, the other one hit. You're at negative seven. I... Unconscious rather than dead. All right, uh, that brings us to the Necromagi. Seeing one of their uh, targets fall down to negative HP. They're going to continue chanting and thrumming, and, and uh, each one is using their right hand to sew their left hand to the shoulder of their neighbor to, to make a magic circle. Uh, it's weird. But it, it seems kind of effective. Nearest to them is Nav at the moment. Does a 25 hit Nav's a, uh, excuse me, MD. MD? Yeah, it does. Okay, once again, that's going to be... 10, 15, 25 uh, damage now. Uh, that is... That doesn't say it's typed. So uh, And 4 ongoing uh, that is only stopped when they die, not save ends. 25? Alright, I'm going to try to hit these dicks that are right in front of me. Yeah, slap them right off. 30 AC. For 66 damage. Actually, it's 33 AC versus AC for 66 damage. Mooks, you take out all three mooks right in front of you. They Aww. explode. Uh, these are 20 HP mooks. You did 66 damage. So you took out three with a little chain, uh, a down payment on the next one. Uh, can I engage the mooks next to Preen? Uh, as move action, yeah, go right up on them. 
Alright, and as a quick action, I grumble. <laughs> Menacingly. I oh. uh, actually, you could probably cast Heal on Mako to get her standing before a turn as a quick action. I or thought I wasn't up. dead. What's, what should my HP be? Uh, your negative HP seven. should be negative 7. You're still because only once. one of those 80s hit. So you're... Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I can, I can do that. Alright. So you spend one use of that, you get two per encounter, and then Prien heals a recovery. Or Mako heals a recovery. I'm fine. This <laughs> here at 30 HP. Which means I'm pretty much still dead, so... But anyway, I remember, uh, you brought two different forces, so I'm going to roll 2d6 for your ally dice. However, you are attacking the the most, probably the most evil place in the Empire, so they're going to get three enemy dice to defend against. Oh, yeah. Um, that sounds fair. Y'all got fucked by the fight outside, I'm sad to say. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I believe sixes are the only uh, successes, and... Uh, it's not going well outdoor. Yeah, here we go. Uh, it's the the mass battles thing that seems pretty cool is page 168 in Eyes of the Stone Thief. But, uh, so there is, uh, the, the rain beats down even harder. The storm is strengthening and it's hard to tell the sound of battles from the sound of thunder. Uh, there are more uh as your allies fall uh the the troops are figuring out uh just what uh is going on so each of those sixes since i forgot to do it i'm going to start things light each of those sixes is going to start as one reinforcement mook coming back all right as things get hairier I'm, i might be meaner but most of the forces are still busy killing our dudes outside. Yeah, seems that way. Kind of sucks for them. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, now we are on to the Grim Guardians. The Grim Guardians are going to uh, just try to smack. Uh, one's going to hit Nav, one's going to go for Agatha. Agatha has HP and can be, like, fought, correct? Yes. Your, your multi-classing is new to me. I don't know what skeletal minions do yet. <laughs> Very mysterious. Very mysterious. Uh, they're each going to make an attack versus AC. The first one... Let's go... Agatha, 14. Misses. That's gonna miss. <laughs> Nav, 29. I believe that's a hit. Yeah, but what if I use my uh, black cat talent to turn that natural one miss into fumbling and messing up his buddy and making that attack miss too? Okay. Yeah, you missed that know. power. <laughs> <laughs> How about it makes it uh, do half damage? Oh, all right. Okay, so take twenty-five, please. Oh. Rather than fifty. See, what's fun is Prien has that power too. Uh, yeah. So that's their turn, and uh, that brings us to Mako. Okay, so I am going to uh, get out of this situation <laughs> and uh, basically I'm going to charge out of this that, uh, you know what, I'm just going to charge through this first mook and come down to join the others. 
around here. Okay. Okay. And so I will make an attack. Did you roll on... to disengage? I am now. Okay. That's a t- nope. Yes. Yep. Okay. I. That works. I rolled a twenty, not d twenty. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. There, I there's a there. Okay. Um, I would... However, I have a feat intimidating mount once per battle. That's a, oh no, that's a different thing. It says. No, it's just, I'm sorry. I fucked it up. That was the wrong thing. That's the opposite situation is where it applies. Okay. Failing your disengage check, if you leave anyway, you will be, uh... You could get opportunity attacks from five I mean, of them. One including the Lich King. I will die either way, but, I mean, they could also target my horse. Stab one of them first. There is no situation in which I don't die on my next turn. So Yes, yes there is. But it's going to suck anyway. It's not going to be great. Uh, what weapon is the Lich King using? Uh, necromantic power, mostly. So he doesn't, so he's just magic and a weapon. little bit of just uh, pawing at you with that uh, uh, gauntlet that you're here to steal. That counts as a weapon. Does <sighs> anybody have any ability to teleport or move me away from this? No. No. Just stab them. I'm sorry, I need to think for a second. It's okay, I can save you. I have Sanctuary. Do you want Nav to go first? Yes, please, because I need to think. Alright, well, let's move you back. I'm just going to have Agatha attack this Grim Guardian again, how about? Also makes sense. 30. Hit. Alright, 48. It does 6 damage. Oh, 4d8. <laughs> 4d8. That d got us again. 26 damage. Okay. It is so taken. Alright, how about you just... How about instead of me asking every turn, you just go ahead and let me know when someone drops below 20 HP. Okay. Alright, now, that's Agatha. But what should Nav do? I think Nav is going to use Bakeneko since he's currently engaged with two enemies, which was a pretty rare occurrence for Nav in the past. So, this first attack is going to be against um, this guy on the uh, bottom, actually. This guy on the bottom is Mental Defense. Here we go. 25 against Mental Defense. That's a hit. That is a All right. hit. With a slick feint, Nav can... Uh, Dazes? Yeah, dazes. Yeah, eat that. Dazes that guy <laughs> and gets an attack against the other guy he's engaged with with a plus two to the attack roll, which he certainly seems to need so far tonight. Yeah. Nav. So let's see. This will be a plus 15 total. But he got a natural one. Wow. Hey, Naked, you should use that reroll ability you have. I mean, if you want, I'm not going to twist your own. Hey, you want to re-roll with a plus two? Sure. Let's take a plus four total. Well, too fucking bad. Okay. (laughs) Well, actually, yeah, you can go ahead. Give me my cornerstone back and we'll talk. (laughs) I pull out the cornerstone and wave it at him. Like, here you go. You just got to reach out for it. Oh, skeleton's in the way. 32 is a much better attack roll against that dude. Also a hit. Alright, um, so this is going to be 7d6 plus 10 plus 2d10 plus 3d6. This is so stupid. 
65 damage. Uh, against top guy? Top guy. Top guy's out. Alright. Hooray! Hooray. Give him the dead sign. Alright. <laughs> He's double dead. That's what happens when you kill uh, an undead guardian. He must be double dead. Let's see. I think I'm just gonna go ahead and roll a disengage, you know, while I'm, while I'm hanging out. I don't, I don't disengage though, you know, I'm not really serious about it. There's still this other guy I gotta deal with. You know how it is. Mako, go ahead and take your turn now. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to rally to spend a recovery. Okay. So get back 30 HP. Good. Now, I have a feat which allows me to make a basic attack when I rally. Nice. So, it's... so I am going to strike the Lich King. Nice. No one's tried that yet. Okay, and I'm going to spend one resolve, which of which I have seven, uh, to use my toppling strike, which okay. I get plus one two uh, for using the pole arm, and that's a natural twenty. Heck yeah! Okay, you don't need all those bonuses. You crit. Uh, what's the damage? So that's 128, and he is knocked down. Oh, He's not prone. <laughs> None have knocked the Lich King prone. <laughs> Even if you uh, wipe, this is the most successful an attack on the Lich King has ever been. Hooray! You have knocked him prone. Alright, now to get more defensive buffs right. up. So, were we on the staircase? Uh, yeah, you're fighting on the staircase. It's very Errol Flynn. Somehow your horse is managing. It's so, a very good so horse. So, logically, shouldn't I have knocked him off the staircase? Yes, because that's cool. Pew, yeah, mew, and he go, falls go. right into the goo. He lands face first in his spittoon. I don't know. I think he'd like the goo. You don't want him to fall in the goo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that he, now that the Lich King is out of the way, now and that I've healed, now I think I'm going to make my attempt to break away. Where four opportunity attacks. It's better than five with the Lich King. Yeah, uh, it's okay. way better now. I agree with this decision. Since yeah. this is your real turn, go ahead and try keeping to roll that mind. disengage again. I won't make you stick with the old roll. So keep in mind, they can also aim for my horse if mm -hmm. they want to. Mm -hmm. Also, the escalation die is even. I just it realized. is. So I can make my horse attack too. So I'm going to have the horse uh, kick the this necromonger behind me. Magus? Yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, that's a 30. That's a hit. For 17 damage. For 17 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to roll my disengage. That's no. Same as last time. Yeah, weird. Okay. So, can I still move? You can go. I'll only have uh, the mooks go after you, because one, the, the other person got kicked by a horse, and you knocked the Lich King down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to come back down here. Okay. And so one of those, uh, I'm going to get to use my thing where I don't... Wait, is that a power? No, that's a class feat. That's a talent. So that's once per turn I can do this. Can do what? So yeah, I can do that thing where I roll to ignore one of the uh, dudes. Okay. Well, so ignore a dude. What the hell? All right. Well, every single time, it's, every single time it's an eight. Do I still get to make the opportunity attack? They're making an opportunity. Well, oh no, that, that's a. F well, I mean, I have a. F I get to make a basic melee. 
when I do this? So does that happen even if I fail the check? Probably not if it's once per round. Yeah. Then you just be double attacking all over the place. Okay, uh, 23 does not hit your AC. We figured that out. So you're off scot-free. Yeah. Okay. Hooray! Hooray! For my standard action, I do have those, surprisingly enough. I am casting Circle of Protection. And I'm choosing AC. As long as I am conscious for the rest of the battle, me and all allies get plus one AC. Um, and whenever an enemy misses me or an ally while targeting AC, they become hampered until the end of their next turn. Oh, man. Okay. So everyone mark your plus one AC bonus. And then I'm going to do that thing to even the math out. And for a quick action, I'm going to make it to the rest of the battle. Um, critical hits against me and nearby allies deal normal damage instead of critical damage. Oh, man. <laughs> Hi. I do healing. Speaking of healing, um, Mako, is, how are you doing? That is the ounce of prevention before the pound of cure. Uh, Mako, you can... look fine mostly. You're at 60. Nope. Out of 104. Nav's at 18. Yeah, but Nav's at 18. That's true. And I only have one more action. So Nav, spend a recovery at plus 14. All right. Yeah, only at plus 14, the other bonus. She gets too busy now. gloating about her valiant strike on the Lich King to be healed at the moment. You rallied. You're okay. Glory to the Long Thin Empire. Alright, and I'm almost out of buffs. Almost. That's a good heal. That is pretty nice. Lucky dice. That is a full heal. Very nice. So that's, uh, Vian's turn? Yeah, that's me. I'm done. That is all the healing I have, although, although, I would like to laugh at the Lich King a little under my breath. Politely, I can't be rude about it. <laughs> the, uh, remaining mooks, you did take a few out, but there's still most of them left. And they did get a pair of reinforcements. Two are gonna go up on Nikod. Two to Priam, three to Nikod. Boop, boop, boo. One each on the cat, the fish, and the what do you call them? These three are just going to advance. Uh, okay. We're getting mobbed, folks. Uh, this is all against AC, so Agatha, 28. Hits. Uh, Nav, 26. Hits. Horse, 26. Priyan, 26 and 17. Those both miss because of my plus one from Circle of Protection. 18, 16, 13 on uh, Nikod. Miss, I miss, miss. I think those miss. all miss. So What's they're all hampered, too. Mean? They can only make basic attacks. All their special powers shut off. I think my horse is the only thing that got hit in all of that. I got hit, and so did Agatha. Uh, I, th I think his horse is the only important one that got hit. 12 to the three of you. And uh, most of the rest, uh, well, I suppose all of the rest, all the ones that missed, can only do basic attacks, and they cannot do their special thing. All right, I shut it off. Nobody's done. Nobody's triggered their special thing yet, so... Uh, <laughs> although I think uh, Nikod would be the one most likely to, so there you go. Mm -hmm.